Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Philly Saddam. Your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, May the 26th, as we remarkably come to you after a Phillies win in Miami. How about it? Miracles do happen. <laughs> the Phillies will not get swept. Yay. Good news. We'll see what happens in the next two, right? Obviously, uh, one win in Miami certainly is not going to change the uh, feeling we have facing this juggernaut of a Marlins team, but it was nice to see the team shut it down yesterday on the back of Vinny Velasquez. How about it? Who saw it coming? What a season so far. We'll get into the... How real is it of it all with Vinny in a little bit? Uh, but uh, big win. Uh, when anytime this team can win a game with the lineup they rolled out last night and uh, Vinny Velasquez on the hill going up against a damn good pitcher who pitched very well, that's a big one, right? <laughs> that's not what you expect to get too often. Uh, in the uh, simulation, if you simulate that game however many times, I feel like we got away with one last night. Two hits for the Phillies. Luckily, one of them was a Reese Hoskins two-run home run. That's it. Two hits. All game. Two hits. Two hits. The Phillies won 2 nothing. And, uh, you know, look, Vinny was great. We'll get into it. But, you know, six shutout. Scary at times. Some walks. Some situations, but for the most part, really, uh, you know, got it done. And when he got into trouble early, kind of buckled down after. And really um, has been a, you know, revelation so far for this team. And obviously we'll, we'll, we'll get more into it, whether it can continue or not. Um, but it was awesome, and they needed it, right? I mean, geez, this team really, um, as we talked to it yesterday, real – just a negative vibe around the team, certainly from a fan perspective. And, and it felt like it in the clubhouse, you know, too. And, and obviously that's projection a little bit, I'm sure. But, um, 
you know, at least what we see, it doesn't seem, as we talked about yesterday, like a team that's having a ton of fun out there that's you know, super fired up and super into it and super focused and super sharp and super ready to play baseball every night, you know? Um, so um, it was nice to see them come back last night, get a win. Reese, you know, get fired up after the homer, uh, showing some some energy and life that we haven't seen a lot from this team and uh and that was good to see again coming off the back-to-back series losses and then losing that first game of the series just so lifelessly obviously until that last inning when you know you kind of put up a four spot to make it nine to six instead of nine to two it's you know can be misleading as you were smoked in that baseball game in reality we all know we all saw it but, um, you know, come back last night and win. And uh, I win a tough 2 nothing baseball game. Not the uh, type of game that this team is generally built to win. Uh, though, again, with the lineup they rolled out last night with Didi on the I.L., J.T. on the I.L., and as we'll get to in a minute, Harper on the I.L., um, you know, you're not going to have a, uh, a ton of pop in that lineup, especially with the depth this team has organizationally. But... You know, they got enough hits to win, as they say, right? Um, all right, we'll dive into the game in a sec. But first, let's discuss the uh, the Harper of it all. Uh, Harper placed an IL prior to the game. Uh, forearm strain, I believe, the original uh, the uh, you know diagnosis or whatever it's called. Um, obviously, he's been dealing with some issues, dealing with, um, you know, the, the shoulders. We talked about the wrist. Um, all that stuff, um, and obviously the back earlier in the season. Um, and uh, ultimately was placed on the DL with a uh, forearm contusion. Excuse me, that was the actual phrasing that was used, or forearm contusions. Um, so, uh, you know, um, look, I-, I think it's the right move to place him on the IL. He was clearly hurt. Clearly uh, not performing at a high level, as we all saw. Just, you know, wasn't able to give it what, uh, you know, was needed to play. And we saw it in that game in Dunedin when he came in, couldn't swing the bat. And then, you know, he's back a couple games later and just kind of battling through, clearly hurt through all of it. And, and you know, not even including the, the, the face ball, 99 mile per hour, 98 mile, or whatever it was to the face part of it. But, um, Harbor of the Isle, uh, right decision. Obviously, I think you wish they had done it after that Dunedin game, you know, after he comes out in that game. Even before that, the fact they had him as the option, you know, that was, look, again, this is another example of the roster mismanagement. We talked about the fact that in that Dunedin game, he even had to play uh, because they had not placed DD or JT on the IL yet, who they would do with both of them. They both had not played till then and didn't play after until the place on the aisle. So could have and could have had someone brought up, anyone, Moniac on the 40-man, whatever, come up and not have to play Bryce Harper in that spot. They did, and then Harper, you know, continues to play. And, you know, I appreciate the Warrior and Bryce Harper, but clearly her and clearly need to be IL'd. And, uh, and look, I get the idea of, of, look, you hope that it heals quick enough so that he doesn't have to miss 10 games and that, you know, you can get him back in, in four or five and then it's worth the not ILing him and stuff, but when you make that mistake three times in a row, you know, and particularly the DDJT one, you know, just, um, 
you're playing with a short hand. You know, you're playing you're playing uh, with less cards <laughs> in your deck in your hand. It's uh, it's a real deficiency, and we've seen the Phillies suffer from it. And obviously, you know, obviously the the other side of the coin is that they don't really have a lot of talent to play, regardless whoever it is. If they, you know, um, as we know, the the roster depth, the the minors depth isn't there, and and that's the shame of it all. And they don't have these guys to cycle in and out, and um, that's the other side of the issue. But ultimately, you need to do something, make roster moves, do something. You know, um, yeah, it does all come back to that issue of the the roster depth and the poorly built roster and all that type of stuff, but. Ultimately, um, finally, Arbor is IL'd, and, and it's the right move. They need to put him on the IL, and, and look, you know, you hope he, he gets some resting. gets better. He, it's a shame. It really is a shame because Bryce Harper was awesome this season. Like, he really came out ready to, to bring it and was having an amazing start to the season until getting hit in the face. He was one of the best players in baseball until getting hit in the face, and, uh, and he's been hurt. And uh, and unproductive since, and it stinks, and it's frustrating. That's the kind of stuff that can turn a season, you know. And uh, it is a shame, it really is. And you hope that that he can get some rest, get healthy, and come back and be Bryce Harper, um, because yeah, old buddy, does this team need him? Pretty clearly, you know. We've seen this team struggles offensively. We've seen their inability to score runners who are on base. You know, a consistent lack of ability to bring the ducks off the pond as they say uh you know but um harper obviously is such an important part of the sign the best hitter on the team um and this team is struggling right now as we know i mean the again they they win last night but they had two hits two hits all game you know, there are a lot of guys either underperforming or, or inadequate in the lineup. I mean, without Harper, Romuto, and JT, I mean, that's a tough lineup to roll out, right? I mean, that's a, it's a, a tough offensive lineup to try and contend with. And uh, I get it. Look, the Mets are finding ways to win games with just more a more injured team, for sure, like just a totally decimated team. But the Mets also had a better roster to start. You know, that's again, it all comes back to that. Um, and granted, the Mets are playing with some, some, you know, they're they're making some tough moves, like some guys you would not expect to have to play. They have to play, but regardless, I mean, um, it all comes back to that lack of roster depth and the the, the fact that the Phillies don't have these guys cycling in and out. But look, anytime you lose JT, Didi, and Harper, you know, three of your five best hitters, six best hitters, I mean, that's gonna hurt. It's gonna it's gonna hurt your team, but. Um, it's just frustrating because the way it's played out because it really felt like Harper was on his way to a special season. And, you know, this team has lacked an identity, lacked a leadership, all that type of stuff. And, and you don't know if he didn't get hit in the face. Maybe they can kind of carry that forward a little more. And his um, dominance as an offensive player can kind of will the team forward more and certainly in spots. I mean, those are, you know, when you have those guys that can carry you for weeks. Like, you know, look, to be fair, Reese Hoskins, you know, did his part last night. He's the guy who got that big hit that won the game, a two-run homer, and that's it. They get two hits, but he got a big hit, and he's been hit lately. Hoskins has been really good. Um, and obviously you need the other parts of the team to, to carry you and contribute in those spots. You need the pitching to come up and all that. But um, Harper can carry a team at times when uh, when locked in, and he was locked in, and, uh, it's just a shame to see him go down and see the 
You, know, you hope he just comes back and kind of refine his groove because they need it. They desperately need it. This team, as we've talked about, that the top-heavy nature of this team means that uh, uh, particularly, not only are, uh, do they have to find ways to fill holes, but it also means that if the top-heavy doesn't produce or gets hurt, the top-heavy part of it, the guys who are you know the, the, the ones you can count on, if they don't deliver, then you're in a lot of trouble. You know, that's that's where things fall apart. And this team right now is a team that, you know, is is not getting enough from the top-heavy guys that they count on from a variety of reasons. You know, you got, obviously, Harper injured and, and has, hasn't been the same since getting hit in the face. JT, hurt. You've been missing him for a while. Didi, hurt. Been missing him for a while. Alec Bohm, just unbelievably underperforming you know horrendous defensively but that we can't say we at least didn't see coming now this bad i don't know if we saw it coming uh, you know he's at uh, the worst in the league at the position but uh offensively he's been a disaster and i don't think we saw that coming we thought he'd hold his own if nothing else and then i think in a lot of cases we thought he'd be really good and a real contributor you know someone who really battered for this team he's batting like five coming into the season in the lineup i mean obviously the team thought so too and He's just been a massive, massive, massive disappointment. He can turn it around. If he can turn it around like that's such a, a boost to the team. But um, Nola, I mean, Nola hasn't been great. He's got an ERA right at four. You know, he's not been good enough. You need that dude to, to really help carry the team. He's one of the, the three, four best players on the team, flat out, you know. Uh, Didi obviously being hurt, that that kills you. And look, Girardi, I mean, we talk about it a lot. Girardi's been a a, 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 real, a real detriment to this team. And, again, I don't subscribe to a theory that thinks that major league baseball managers make that much of a difference on a day to basis. I do think there are um, extremes examples where they really can or really can hurt. Like, I mean, Alex Cora, I think is an example towards the positive. I, I think that guy actually makes a real difference in Boston. He's an amazing manager who just seems to have a feel for his players and what they need and what they want from him and what they need to be successful and how to put them in the positions to be successful. He's awesome. And he's, there's an energy around that team as we've talked about, you know, they look like they're having fun. Don't they watching the Red Sox last week? I was like, Oh, that team looks like they're having a blast. That looks fun. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd like to do that. You know, it's a felt like, and core, I think is a big part of that, but you know, Girardi, I'm not even asking him to do that. He's just been bad. He's been a, 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 a net minus, in my opinion. And I think that's, you know, it's frustrating. You know, he was, I think we were all excited when Girardi came in as a, a established manager who you could kind of count on. And he just flat out hasn't been that. You know, he's been a, a disappointment. His in-game decisions are, are perplexing. He's made some glaring mistakes notable mistakes as we've talked about you know it rules you know knowing the rules mistakes type of stuff um and also he has a team that doesn't look ready to play ever they're never sharp they don't play tight baseball and at a certain point that's to come back on him you know and and uh, look the injuries the talent i think it's way more of a roster issue than a joe girardi issue don't get me wrong but i think you could do better and that could help um but look they're flawed and if uh, if the top heavy part of it from Girardi on down till you get to, you know, whoever you would say the end of the top heavy is, you know, the DD or uh, Gene Segura type range, you know, those type of guys. Like, they need to, everyone, uh, talent level above that has to perform or else this team's in trouble, or at least the vast majority do. And uh, and they haven't gotten it from a lot of them, as we know. 
Um, and Joe Girardi is one of them. And uh, look quickly before we get to the game last night and then look ahead. Um, you know, quickly, Girardi's uh, explanation for the Harper thing. So, so uh, for those who didn't know, Girardi was asked prior to yesterday um, about Harper sitting out. You know, two days in a row, asked both days. You know, but then particularly the second day, like, hey, is is Harper sitting out injury related? And Girardi said no. Girardi said it's he needs. I'm just giving him days off. He said it was not injury-related, and then obviously, you know, now he goes in the IL, and and then, you know, so obviously reports are going to say, Joe, you know, hey, buddy, he said it was uh, it's not injury-related, now he's on the IL, and Girardi said that he didn't tell reporters the truth because he believed he could gain a competitive advantage by lying to them. And look, on a basic level, I am all for managers, general managers, executives, whatever, gaining a competitive advantage in any sort of way they can they can get it. I'm I'm cool. Like I have no problem if they tell me uh, if my general manager says, "Hey, guess what? We are never drafting wide receiver in the first round. Just don't. Do, we're not gonna do it. It's not gonna happen." And then they draft one. Like, cool. I don't care. You lied to me. Whatever. If you had to felt you had to do to trick some team not trade up or whatever you felt you were doing, cool. Don't care at all. It's all good. But what competitive advantage are you getting by saying Bryce Harper's not hurt? <laughs> I mean, I just, it's one of the craziest, most asinine things I've heard. I don't, look, I get if the other part of the Bryce Harper thing where it's like, oh, we thought his wrist would get better quicker. Cool. You know, yeah, that I get. You wanted to, you know, I get it. You know, if Harper doesn't have to on the out, great. If he only missed a couple games and get him back, awesome, worth it. But competitive advantage? How? What competitive advantage are you getting if he's not in the lineup and he's not on IL and teams are wondering, oh, is he going to be in the lineup? Do we have to shape our lineup in case Bryce Harper's in it? Really? No. You already know who the starting pitcher is. Like, I, I just, I don't understand. It makes, it's, it's. I I am honestly befuddled by it. I'm perplexed. It makes no sense to me. It's one of the strangest things I feel like I've heard a, a manager or coach say in a long time. Like, I just, please, I wish someone would explain it to me. Like, what competitive advantage did the Phillies get by not putting Bryce Harper on the IL or not admitting, I should say, that his in that him sitting was injury-related? I just don't get it. I'm floored. I, I just, it's one of the most mystifying things I've heard. So if anyone knows, let me know. Joe, Joe Girardi, sir, explain yourself. I would like to know. It's just so weird. It's so weird. I just, I really, 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 I'm so confused by it. Um, but that's what we got, right? We got uh, Harper on the aisle and, and our manager telling us he was not hurt uh, the other day when he was hurt. So he lied. He lied. He was hurt. Of course he was hurt. We all knew he was hurt. We watched him play. We saw the Bryce Harper before and then saw the Bryce Harper the last week and we're like, oh, that guy's hurt. Clearly. Look at him. He's clearly playing hurt. There's something wrong. It was so clear. Everyone knew. Ah, anyway, Joe, not your finest season as far as I'm concerned. All right, last night, and then we'll look at it quickly. Um, big win. Uh, 2 nothing. Uh, again, really not a ton to talk about other than, like I said, Vinny, amazing, six shutout. Six Ks, three hits, three walks, six base runners. Amazing. Coonrod, clean inning. You know, a little scary. Gives a couple base runners, gets out of it. Alvarado, perfect inning. Hector Neris gets the save. It's done. Alcantara's great. Gives it eight innings. Eight innings, two runs. That's 
You should win that, buddy. But they didn't. Reese Hoskins, two-run shot. Brad Miller, him. Reese, score. That's it. Gene Segura gets the only other hit of the game. What was that? Phillies only strike out six times. That's something. But but that was it. Uh, it was an uneventful game. It was a incredibly fast baseball game, like under three hours. A very, uh, you know, look, we're used to Phillies playing these super long games. Didn't have it. Was super quick, super easy. And the Phillies won it, and they won it with pitching, and they won it with one hit. You know, two hits in the game, but only one that mattered. It's crazy. And look, the Vinny thing. Here's where I'm at. Uh, I mean, look, he's been awesome. 295 ERA. Again, six shutout last night. And, you know, got in the jams and worked himself out of it. The, the classic multiple times last night. I'm sitting there going, up. Oh, here's Vinny. Here he comes. This is it. Bases loaded. Walked. Walked two guys. Yep, this is it. This is going to be it. And then he gets out of it. Then he gets a big out. And... Then he settles in, and he's grooving a little bit. Looks like he's trusting his catcher, and he's just kind of getting it done. And um, my official stance is I cannot trust Vinny Velasquez. That's how I have to feel. I can't let myself get hurt right now, <laughs> Vinny, but um, I'm impressed with what he's done. And it certainly feels different so far, but again, Caution, he has put together stretches before, multiple start stretches where he has pitched well, you know, seven, eight start stretches where he's pitched well, most of them, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so, again, I'm not there, but he's been good. There's no denying it. He's been really good. And uh, it does seem like he's made some some changes in the way he goes about his business. And maybe that's Caleb Cotham. Maybe that's... Whatever, maybe it said it was his last chance, and he knew that that if he didn't uh, change how he went about his business, he was not going to stay with the Phillies or stay in the league. Or who knows? Who knows what it is? But um, he's been really good, and <laughs> I mean, you feel you feel confident with Velasquez taking the hill right now, and that's crazy. Again, I don't know if it'll keep up. I can't believe that it'll keep up. I can't trust that it'll keep up because again, he's Vincent Velasquez. But man, it's been uh, it's been huge, and it's the kind of thing that they they desperately need uh, clearly. And and you know, look, they're lucky. The division kind of all just still together, still grouped together, all within two games, that whole thing. Um, but um, again, we've talked a lot about the guys who have underperformed, and there are way more of those. There are way more: the Boom, the Nola, particularly Boom, Nola. Uh, McCutcheon, you know, has gotten much better, but still underperformed in general. Um, Didi, between injury and, and underperformance. Harper, recently, because the injury, uh, JT, injury-wise. Um, you know, the things that have gone wrong, in a sense. You know, you've, you know uh, not much. Your bench has been horrible. All this stuff. Um, on the, the other smaller side of, of the things that have gone unexpectedly good, Vinny Velasquez right at the top of that list. I mean, he's been great. And he's in the rotation. And if he's like the clear for. It's like, oh, Spencer, I feel much better when Vince Velasquez takes the other than when Spencer Howard does. I mean, what the hell's that, right? I mean, come on. Come on. Unbelievable. Again, Velasquez, a, a 2.95 ERA on the season. Only six base runners last night in six innings, five strikeouts. Again, shutout. Gets the win. The bullpen backs him up. I just, 
it's again it's hard to believe it's hard to believe that Vincent Velasquez is doing what he's doing but he's doing it and again I again I can't say that I be, I will believe it's going to continue I can't say that but I've definitely have been impressed by it and I definitely I definitely feel more confident with him taking the hill than I have in a long time. Again, I, I still expect and think and believe that it could hurt. <laughs> it could come back on me for sure. Um, but it's the best fitting we've seen in a while. And maybe there are changes. Maybe with Cotham, maybe with whatever. Like, it's different. And uh, it certainly looked different so far. So let's hope it continues. Shout out to Vinny. Uh, all right, Phillies uh, training it back to 500 yet again tonight. Uh, Aaron Nola on the hill, still no announced starter for the Marlins, so we'll see as they have uh, had some injuries in the rotation. Um, we'll see who they decide to go with. Maybe Poteet, the guy that uh, shut down the uh, the Phillies last time. Maybe uh, he ends up being the guy. We'll see. They get Pablo Lopez tomorrow against Spencer Howard in an early game. Lopez is awesome. So this is a big one. You know, Nola, Aaron, we just talked about him. You know, underperformed. It is what it is. Three nine four ERA right now. That's just factual. Zach Wheeler clearly the ace of this team right now. I don't think anyone would argue with it. So you know, this is a big spot for Nola against a team that you know he's had some really disappointing, memorable, disappointing performances against in the Marlins, where he should have won games that mattered. So it's a big one. We need Aaron Nola tonight. Super need Aaron Nola tonight, especially again with all the guys that are hurt with the lineup they'll be rolling out. They're not gonna. Don't expect a runs barrage. You need Noel to win it, so hopefully he's up to the task. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.